Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Have you recently got into cycling and wondering, what should I eat while I'm out for a ride to sustain energy? Or are you a seasoned cyclist and would love to get away from all the sugary snacks that are on the market? Well, I have you covered. I've been looking for better whole food alternatives for cycling snacks to bring with me on short and long rides. I've been researching and trying different recipes, especially for the best, yummiest, and easiest snacks you can create at home. Download my first edition of Cycling Snacks today at www.askcoachsylvie.ca, tested and kid approved. Now enjoy the episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Dew. And I have a new entrepreneur, Alex Tractor. That's right, Tractor. And I was just like, easy to remember. Um, He just opened a bike shop in VARS called House of Bikes. I absolutely love it. And I just found him on Instagram or Facebook, like, you know, they're everywhere and and you go down a rabbit hole and you find somebody interesting. And so I just want to welcome Alex to the podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Hey, Sylvie. Thanks for having me on. This is, uh, this is pretty exciting. <laughs> I know. Hey, and also I learned that Alex used to be a podcaster as well. So I always love getting started with the question, how did you get into cycling and how did it lead you to decide to open up a bike shop yeah yeah right on well um it started with motorcycles way back in the day i, I would say in 2008 um i got on two wheels and and kind of got hooked on that and rode a lot of sport bikes over the years um got into the track and the racing and then you know i started you know the more you get into a hobby the more you think of ways to cross train so then dirt biking for me became an outlet for cross training for track days and Next thing I know, I'm starting to cross train for my dirt biking with bicycles. And um, like I said earlier, there, you know, like I fell in love with bikes the way motorcycles never had a chance and um, and rode a lot, uh, had to purchase bikes on the used marketplace. You know, during COVID, it was it was kind of tough getting a bicycle and uh, you find just all sorts of bikes in all shapes and conditions and, and, and some great ones and some not so great. And then um, I kind of got like an understanding of what's available out there and what I'm looking for as a cyclist who demands like a lot from his bikes. And, you know, I want to show up for the ride. I want to be rested. I want to be well fed. I want to, you know, put in a good time and see how I do. And, and I need the bike to do that for me. And, and that it gets hard to get that in the marketplace. So that's what we try to do with house of bikes is we, we condition uh, pre-owned bikes, like as close as possible to brand new uh, lots of new chains and tires and just like 
holistic, holistic uh, refurbishing uh, for that like premium ready to ride experience. And uh, and that's what we offer. And anyways, it, it started as a hobby and it just it became a full time business in no time quick. And, and here we are today uh, uh, crossing paths. So <laughs> how cool is that? Yeah, that is super cool. I mean, that was pretty short. Now, <laughs> let's extend <laughs> on that. So, but when did you decide to make it a, like, get a location? I mean, obviously, you have mechanics back there. Like, it should have, it must have taken a little bit longer than, you know, a year or two to get this together because you have quite a shop. If you guys are, go Google them. I mean, search House of Bikes. I'm looking at his shop right now because he's sitting in it, but it's really nice. He's got, uh, he's got new, you got new bikes in there too, right? We have some brand new bikes as well. Actually, we're just, well, we, we're sold out of the top stones at this point. We still have the demo that I rode last year that I reviewed and haven't even had time to put the content on YouTube, but uh, <laughs> we also have some brand new uh, intense bikes. That's, that's something we're super excited about, like top of the line. Um, e mountain bikes from Intense. Um, these things. Oh, are, okay. They're like, I'm from what the marketing says, it's gonna like redefine the way you ride. And so, especially for you know, from the world I come from, from dirt bikes, having this like perfect halfway option between uh, a mountain bike and a dirt bike. You know, you get an e mountain bike, and they're just kind of like crazy fast, and I'm expecting crazy fun. So. <laughs> Really, um, I think we're going to keep one and, and then do a good demo and, and show people what these things are all about because that's kind of what we're all about. So exciting times for sure. Yeah, I can't even imagine somebody going super fast on a mountain bike through mountain bike trails. That just like I could just see all sorts of things happening to people who are not used yeah. to that and the control and being able yeah. it's like hitting the throttle when you want to hit the brakes and i've done that before with a tractor <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> no i know no pun intended but yeah. that sent me through a fence yeah, yeah. that nearly yeah. decapitated me <laughs> so that's what i mean like it tore the the cap off the front of the tractor and like literally it was a barbed wire fence and I'm not even yeah. kidding. Like, yeah, so yeah. that's what I can see happening <laughs> with well, e-mountain bikes. <laughs> I I hear you. I mean, you know, the trails are kind of designed for mountain bikes and then the, the actual dirt bike single tracks are designed for dirt bikes. So to mm -hmm. have an e-mountain bike riding on trails designed for slower speeds, if you wish, is, yeah. is, 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 is I guess that's how it gets intense. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to try it. It's too early. It's oh, too yeah. early. All the are closed. <laughs> Just talking about it, I'm feeling like the adrenaline starting to go through my Yeah, head. no, well, I can see it coming from somebody who's used to dirt bikes. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, that's an acquired skill right there. But then putting it on a mountain bike is just mm -hmm. like somebody's going to get mm -hmm. run over. I can see it now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun for sure. And then, you know, back to the cross training thing, it, I got to the point where now I'm cross training for mountain biking, which is uh, okay. why I'm into gravel bikes. And, you know, I, I tend to go as much as I can, but honestly, like most of the people I ride with are not as into hybrid bikes or gravel bikes the way I am. I think they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you need to find your, enough, your peeps. You need to find your gravel peeps. Well, your gravel people. 
the universe has this way of just like linking things up when you're on the right vibe. What can I say? Is right. We just met what 24 hours ago, and sure yeah. enough, there's the Canada Gravel Cup, right? Gravel yeah. Cup Canada this this weekend. Yeah. And uh, and you told me about it. I looked into it quickly. I kind of take your trust your expertise that this is a good thing to get into. And I went and I signed up. So we're doing the gravel cup. On Woo, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, because it's going to put you in a place where there's more people and then you'll find more people that you can ride with. And then you can, you know, you can share the fact that you have a bike shop. Cause you said that, I mean, it's so new. Like how many people locally actually know that you yeah. are out in East, like, uh, east of ottawa yeah so it's like you know it's it's a, it's been one year in the making like really we, we just opened for yeah. year two and it's start, like house of bikes it's no false advertising it literally started out of my house i've always had like motorcycles in my living room every winter for storage um that's my idea of art i guess or living room decor <laughs> and then you know my friends say that's why you're not married and i'm like well maybe that's i why. was just gonna that, ask that, that is why i'm not married <laughs> why do, what does a wife feel <laughs> yeah so it just kind of you know my dog puts up with it because it comes with the territory <laughs> all he needs is but, the food uh, and the water and that's it <laughs> yeah so so it started out of home and we scaled up very very quickly because i realized there's a demand for the product and for for the service and and you know to have these like really great bikes ready to go no you know deposit today you might get it next march type thing yeah. Um, so we're putting in the work and, and, uh, we're warranting the whole thing too. So, you know, we back up the fact that these bikes are legit and as legit as they can be, you know, we put Shimano XTR chains, we put Maxxis tires, like there, there's no expense spared whatsoever. Um, and, and that's what we want to offer. And anyways, it, it, you know, it, it grew so quickly that we obviously had to open up uh, into a commercial space and I incorporated the, uh, the company last fall and uh you know built up this shop over the winter uh with the photo studio and so all that you know you mentioned the podcasting earlier all that experience from earlier life ventures that perhaps at the time i viewed as failures if you wish you know because like i spent all this time doing that podcast and all the production time and then what did it lead to it didn't bring in a penny but uh, like sometimes you just need enough life experience and then it clicks, clicks together and then it's like oh that's how it all fits and now like the studio space here is, is just more of the same ideas i had doing the podcast except i can now apply it to something that sustains the lifestyle that i live and and that we want to to promote with team orange like you know house of bikes is, is the bike dealership thing and you know you can get a really nice bike here you can trade in your bike that's great but I spend more of my time and, and, you know, like my creative juices and all that, because I have a bit of an artistic brain. Like I just want to promote team orange for the, the, the fact that riding bikes is awesome. Like it's super oh, yeah. fun. You I love so team fit. orange. I, I'm all right? about orange. Like, yes, <laughs> we're in the right colors today. Yeah. Um, so, it, and it, honestly, it's more about that. I'd, I'd rather spend more time promoting that, that, you know, vision of spending more time outdoors, less so on computers, just getting the fresh air, getting the vitamins, mm -hmm. helping out your immune system, um, the people you meet and, you know, and then it becomes a lifestyle. And, and then I find myself, I'm turning 40 this year. I find myself skipping stairs, like going up two stairs at a time, the way I haven't since I was 20, you know, so I just want to promote this message too. And I, and I know you promote fitness for women 
um, uh, you know, especially women in their in their middle middle age. And I'm hitting middle age, and like to get stronger every year in your middle age, I don't mm -hmm. know, but I'm hooked. I'm hooked on that. It's it's all I want to do, and it's all I want to help people do. So. Yeah, it's so true. Like it, it's, there's never a good, there's always a good time and that's now, but like the older we get, the more I think it's just, it, well, I don't think it is more important. So I want to go back to your podcast. What was the name of your yeah. podcast and does it still live somewhere? It still lives. Uh, if you go to the House of Bikes YouTube, it's uh, under the one hour in podcast uh, playlists. It may be less prioritized in the feeds so you might have to scroll to the bottom because there's right, all my right. stuff there and all my track day stuff from over the years but um yeah no like i i got into uh podcasts as a as a listener in 2017 mm -hmm. um i have discovered an incredible amount of wonderful people in the world who freely share the gifts of their minds and of their mindsets and you mm -hmm. absorb that you know, over thousands and thousands of kilometers of riding a bike and, and just all of their like, you know, Ottawa and, and you're from the area too. Ottawa's a very like, this is the common way to do things here kind of city. And when you just absorb like so many hours of this is how you can be open-minded and achieve more and, and reach your potential. And like, eventually you gain the confidence to trust your gut that you got this. And like, mm -hmm. if there's going to be a story behind House of Bikes, I wish it more to be that and to like inspire people to move more and, and have more fun and do something that's healthy and also just help out with um, with the with the non necessarily physical side of life, with the emotional stuff, with me mental health. Um, like, What doesn't put you in a good mood than like an hour of exercise, right? I know. I know that's why like, you know, I love working with women over 40 and, you know, encouraging them that, you know, cycling is just a great way to stay healthy and motivated and moving and it's a great family thing. And um, yeah, so if they're on a bike and they're moving themselves towards cycling, I mean, that's just a bonus yeah. for me because I can add, you know, two decades of, of uh, experience to that one thing and um and make their like just you know i mean you know what cycling can do for like you can take you it's so much better than running because you can explore so much more you know like and it's easier on your body you can stay healthy you can do it longer you know and uh yeah but let's get back to your bikes so mm -hmm. you have a variety of new to used so you yeah actively still go on and look for bikes that you can refurb and and then sell correct yeah so there's there's a whole bunch of ways but that's you know that's that's a lot of the bulk of the labor if you wish uh we take trade-ins yeah. as well so we're, we're a dealership right like we're we're a bit different than a bike shop where okay just like if you were to go to you know one of the luxury brands car dealerships you buy a certified pre-owned it gives you you know a certain level of reconditioning that's above and beyond what perhaps the the other competitors offer so that's that's like kind of that dealership experience that we try to provide and so we take trade-ins that's one way of getting inventory and that's one way people can save tax on their bikes just like you know when you're trading a car at a car dealership Mm -hmm. um and uh we go to auctions uh we look at private sales of course and oh just, my gosh you know, auctions? everywhere uh, everywhere Police we can auctions? get nice bikes and and uh well yeah but we so that's in the works i can't um 
I can't talk about I know, yet, I think I, you have to be approved to go in and like, you know, all the the salvaged stolen bikes that they get and yeah. things like that. And I want to partner with, um, this is like such a fresh idea, but uh, I, I look forward Put to it out there. Them. I want to partner with uh, Project 529 for the... Uh, you know, the, the registration of, of uh, all the bikes, because just a lot of my customers, you know, they have their bikes stolen. And it, like, it breaks my heart. You know, I'm happy to sell them a bike, but it breaks my heart that, you know, you had a bike that you love perhaps, and it got taken from you. So um, I just want to, whichever way we can contribute uh, as part of this industry to prevent and reduce the, the, the spread of, of stolen bikes, like mm -hmm. I'm all for it. So, um, and especially because of the type of business we're in, right? Like I think, I, I almost owe it to the local uh, cycling industry to to be a leader in this space and, and do what I can to prevent that. So anyways, just uh, just an idea for now, but definitely. A, yeah, a no, but that's great because so talk a little bit more about Project 529. What What is it? Uh, I know like I've, I've seen it. It's um well, all I've seen locally is a page for people who have had their bikes stolen you put it there that's and it. you know if anybody's seen it is that it i believe that's part of the concept yes and part so of it, okay you know if, i think if there's a mass adoption of such a concept it's going to make tracking of bikes a lot easier and, and especially mm -hmm. the market that we cater to because we cater mid to high end bikes right and so right. it's different than, than the type of bike you buy at a department store and you care for it a bit differently and so i think our customers and and this this segment of the industry would care to you know have that level of certainty that that uh, I like uh, that it, can yeah. be provided by partnering with uh, with an integrity service like Project Five Two Nine. So I, I don't mean huh. to speak out of turn. I haven't even approached them yet. This is like this is like shower thought from last night. You're putting you know? it out <laughs> to the universe, Alex. This is good. <laughs> yeah, they seem to work out if I do that. So. Um, here's hoping. <laughs> I think they should be reaching out to all the bike shops, you know, and uh, yeah. how that that could work, like putting a little bit of a license plate on each bike, um, mm. you know, because it's not the high end bikes that are getting stolen anymore. It's those steel bikes as well. <laughs> oh, it's anything, anything. It's anything I mean, now, seen, actually. But I've seen let me, footage, you know. Oh, yeah, no. Go, go yeah, ahead. no. So let me ask you, where's the majority of your clients? coming from have that have that found you that is it more yeah. like cumberland orleans or we, yeah bars? more or less more or less orleans i mean uh, i'm also yeah. french and and uh, you know for example last fall we had a lot of fat bikes for sale and i was advertising the french service and sure enough you know 15 percent of maybe 20 percent of of our inquiries were were french so we're definitely getting the east end of the market um, but, uh, you know, bikes are in high demand and, and I think mm -hmm. if you're looking for something particular and, and it's, another, it's, it's like clothing, it has to fit you. It can't just be the right type of bike. It also has to be the right size. Um, and color. <laughs> I know There's you can't levels. get too picky around colors. I'm like, <laughs> That's it. cause I was looking at your orange bikes. I'm like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, there's none left in my size. <laughs> yes. We just have the large demo, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, um, my side is I'm 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 probably typical to every other woman, or maybe mid-sized male. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, those are the first that go. It's just like size yeah, eight yeah. shoes, gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
So. Well, that's awesome because um, that is true. The French connection in mm-hmm. Quebec is uh, maybe I saw you on like Facebook Marketplace because I was looking for bikes, gravel bikes and kids mountain bikes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I came across, I think that's where I came across yeah. your. Now, you are close to La Rose Park. Yeah, that's the awesome part. I live kind of close by and the shop is like halfway between La Rose and where I live. So yeah, uh, it makes for a really convenient location for mm-hmm. dropping off the bikes if they need maintenance or cleaning or something after a ride. Um, and uh, and yeah, I spent a lot of time at La Rose. I've become pretty familiar with the trail and it's kind of like my little race circuit. I try to go like when there's less people there and see if I can beat my time. And that's what keeps me going. <laughs> oh, fun. I have never been there. I've heard so many things about it, but there's also, so knowing that you were there, I also heard from friends that there is a place you can rent bikes. That's not you, is it? It's not me. No. Uh, so the Mana Center is uh, is the place you're talking about. It's okay. run by uh, JS and Emmanuel. They're super nice. And yes, they have fat bike rentals. Um, one of their fat bikes, at least one uh, of their fat bikes last winter was from us. And uh, yeah, they rent them out. They have uh, they have uh, some programs and you can get you know your family out or the kids out. Um, and then they also do a bit of a spiritual meditative type of aspect to the oh, outdoors okay. and to the whole experience of being at uh, La Rose. Um, so yeah, they're, they're definitely cool. So the, the mana center, um, and they mana also center. So, yeah. So I assume that that was probably at the entrance of yeah. like of of P1. Park. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like uh, you and I can learn a lot from each other because you may have all of the gravel experience I lack. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just like, so my background comes from mountain biking 20 years ago. I started mountain biking, mountain bike racing, adventure racing. And then I gravitated over to road cycling to train for mountain biking. And then I just like 2005, I just went 100% road. So the thing about gravel is I just did my first gravel race last September. I mean, it's just, it's like a nice hybrid between mountain and road where like, cause I live near Wakefield and there there's tons of gravel all over this area. And I've always been curious about it because I yeah. see so many of my friends on Strava out there and like some of the different routes and there's lots of lakes. So there's lots of roads around lakes and things like that. So, and I know you can't go on your road bike on, well, mm-hmm. you probably could on majority of them, but the less traveled ones aren't as hard packed. And, um, but uh, then, you know, you don't want to be slower cause you're on your mountain bike. And so I just yeah. never explored it because I didn't have like something with, you know, larger wheels. So yeah. I actually got a refurbished Mount Bianchi mountain bike from <laughs> Retro Rides. I don't know if you know those guys. Uh, retro Rides. No, I haven't been with. Uh, I haven't you have to connect with them because okay. Jason at Retro Rides, they're right on Sussex. Okay. Not Sussex, um, um, Spark Street. Retro Rides. 
And they refurbish a lot of steel bikes and they buy them as well. So I was in there and I interviewed him and uh, I said, well, I said, I'm looking for a gravel bike, but I can't afford like 4,000 bucks, right? And he's like, well, what if I could refurbish like a mountain bike for you as a gravel bike? And I was like, I'm like, he goes, I think I have something your size. I'm like, okay. I go, yeah. and how long would it take? He's like, oh, I could get to you next week. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Sounds appealing. <laughs> so it is obviously heavier, um, but it's it's like smooth. It's got bigger mm-hmm. wheels on it, bigger tires. Mm-hmm. It's got drop bar shifters, which I kind of like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, like... Um, What's a gravel bike? Pardon? It, I mean, it's a gravel bike. Yeah. So, I mean, apart from it being a little on the heavier side, I mean, it, it rides well. And it rides kind of like a mountain bike, right? <laughs> so yeah. I can, like, just hammer it on yeah. the downhills and not feel, like, you know, feel super comfortable. Um but, uh, but you know, you always want something a little bit lighter, blah, 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 you know, like, yeah. and I'm totally cool with the V brakes cause you know, they're easy to take off. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, what if I bend them or, anything, you know? Yeah. 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 So, there's some, there's some pros and cons for sure. And, and I, I, and I always agree with this, but, a, 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 even an old bike, if it's well tuned up. It's going to yeah. ride even better than a brand new bike that's just completely out of tune. Like if it's not well indexed or something's yeah. you know, not well adjusted, you may as well just ride the well adjusted machine. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And I always get a compliment. Like everybody's, oh my God, look at that old Bianchi. <laughs> it, just, it just amazes me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's funny you say Bianchi too. Just last night, I'm out with uh, my buddy Omar, who just posted this morning, or yeah, this morning of his uh, of his old Bianchi steel hybrid gravel bike. Yeah. Like I, I just rode with him last night. It's not exactly common. Sure enough, you're mentioning it today. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's totally refurbished and uh, and uh, and yeah. And I was, I was super happy with it. So, but you got, you have to check them out. Cause they're very like on the same line as you, they don't, they don't That's bring awesome. in new bikes, but they like, you should go there. They're uh, they have like a coffee shop and they have all these old bikes that they've redone, like townie oh, bikes, cool. like road bikes, like mountain bikes, like, and it's, yeah. it's really, really cool to go see. And, you know, a lot of people are getting back into them. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see the size of uh, of the bike industry locally, and and it's just only expanding, and there's only more interest. Even after COVID, I think people that uh, at least half the people that got into it during COVID are probably going to stick around because what's well, not to love? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it is true because a lot of people who were not cyclists became cyclists, and now right. it's um, either they gravitated to it or they're letting go of their bikes now because they're you know just never used mm-hmm. it could use the money, you know, what, yeah, whatever yeah. the case. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of nice bikes coming back on the market. Mm-hmm. From- and, a, and a lot of options now, you know, for people uh, of all ages and in all shapes, like you don't have to be like, I'm, I know how I'm wired and why I ride and I need to mm-hmm. you know, like get my poison out type of thing. 
but you can ride a bike leisurely and just really enjoy looking at the scenery and you know what I mean? Just yeah. listen to the birds chirp. Like that's cool too. And yeah, they make e-bikes now, right? So you may barely be able to pedal, but on an e-bike, you'll be able to glide through the air and, you know, like give you a sense of mobility and a freedom that before this, you know, this technology advancing to the point that it's accessible by average Joes and Janes, uh, just wasn't possible. So it's, it's exciting to see those. And, and I see people all the time, like people twice my age, like out on a bike. And I'm like, this, like you are leading by example in such a way that you don't even realize. Yeah. Me hope for the world. <laughs> I know. I know people are getting healthier, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> healthier, less sick, more enjoyment, happiness, freedom. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So your shop you got refurbished bikes, you've got new bikes, you've got a, a mechanic back there. So you're taking, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess you're taking like, um, it's the time, well, it's the time to get your bike in for a tune-up. Don't leave it too long because yeah. <laughs> that's where um, the backlog comes and you don't want to wait for your bike for three weeks. So. Well, and, and it's nice to have your bike ready to go. Like when, you know, your friend calls, he's like, hey, I'm off today. I'm going riding at X time you want to go. Like, you don't want to have to order the part to be able to go on that ride. You want the part yeah. to have a ride last week. You want to have done your drivetrain cleaning. Make sure everything's spick and span. And when you hit the trail, you want to be able to, to go. So, <laughs> so, so um, how many how many people do you employ? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, we're still small right now. <laughs> but we're growing like I'm like actually two just, just like you and somebody two. else or we've been up to three um and we're about okay. to be more i would say wow. but it's a bit early to announce but i'm i'm looking at putting out um putting something out shortly it's yeah it's, I, i'm trying to be as open as i can but at the same time I, you know it's well weird, of course and then it's finding it somebody like, it's finding somebody with the skills and it's right. Like any, any small business has the same challenges. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I'm not immune to that. And I try to work around the clock to work around those challenges. So that's kind of part of the other added value is it's not exactly easy right now to achieve certain things regarding bikes to get certain parts. But if there's one thing I've learned over the years is I'm able to find a creative solution. It's maybe not, right now well probably by tomorrow morning after i sleep on it so <laughs> or you go for like, a bike ride <laughs> oh, that's yes. what i'll do <laughs> exactly well okay so very i wanted to talk to you about this actually i'm beyond excited to for the first time race in a bicycle event i've, I've never before so um talk about amateur level but Anyways, like I don't even have the right kit. I would show up in an Under Armour thing and I don't have clips. I don't have shoes. Like, is this, is that okay? Don't worry, or? Alex, <laughs> I did my event. Okay, I've ridden two races, 200 kilometer races on flat pedals. And people are okay, like, good. oh my God, you got flat pedals? I'm like, yeah. And there's a reason why, because A, first, I didn't have pedals and last two weekends ago when it was like minus five my bike shoes are too small <laughs> and my feet would have frozen so i use my hiking i i i use my hiking yeah, shoes no. i put 
like uh, wool inserts, insoles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I put booties on top with hot shots in between. Okay. Okay. Why and so, so much heat? I, you huh? need it? I guess you need the heat. Uh, oh, sorry, how cold well, was it? Well, it was a hundred K. So I'm riding for five hours. And it was, it was minus something. I like minus five. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was cold. So my feet <laughs> did get cold, but they did not freeze to the point where I wanted to cry. So, right. <laughs> so it was just like either, or, you know, I, I just like go for the comfort. Um, yeah in that sense, because, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I knew like it was rolling Hills. Um, I yeah. was actually in full Gore-Tex because okay. it was that cold and, um, I was going to be out there for a long time and I was totally yeah. comfortable, but okay, you know, for this, I mean, flat pedals, whatever, like, you know, if you go fast, you're going to go fast. doesn't matter. I like them. Um, I like them. They grip just enough that they hook onto yeah. the back of the shoe anyway. Like, yeah. I always, I always hear like, "Oh my God, you've never ridden with flips," and I'm so sorry to sin to the, you know, cycling etiquette crew, but no, I've not, and I'm cool with it. Well, this. you're just missing a little <laughs> bit of the pull up on the pedal, which you know sometimes yeah. it makes sense, but you know, like if you're able to f climb a hill efficiently or effect, like you know, economically, I mean, that's a little yeah. bit extra percentage that you're missing. Um, right. I'll but go for it. I'll get my you know, over. Yeah, yeah, but but don't don't test them on race day. <laughs> no, 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 because I'll get stuck. Like I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll fall my over. You won't be able to clip out. And no, you know exactly. the other thing is, if you're in a race first time, I mean, you've been in a pack. I'm sure a group ride. You're gonna mm. group, so you just be careful, be respectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally need to go read up on etiquette, like what not to do. Because I, I probably would just do it not knowing not to do that. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. But uh, so what if it's raining? What do you wear? Because it's not looking like it's a dry one. It's probably going to snow. <laughs> snow is better than rain. Oh. Um, I am going to watch myself. Like, you know, I'll bring a heavier jacket to put on that's more waterproof. I will, like, I might even go out and and find uh, a raincoat. Like I don't, I have my heavier mm -hmm. Gore-Tex that I had before. Um, yeah. I'm doing 70K, so it's not, I'm not gonna be out there as long as before. Okay. So, I mean like 70K can still be pretty miserable when you're miserable. Um, if you're, yeah, yeah, um, okay. If you have fenders, I would put them oh, on. Oh yeah, cause I'm gonna get roosted, eh? Yeah. Well, no, your ass is going to get wet. Yeah, that's what I meant by roosted. Yeah. I don't know all the oh, lingo, like down <laughs> rooster. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. me in that's a nutshell. It's always nice for the person always... behind you. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. Yes. I, I ride. Okay, it's funny you say that because I ride solo all the time. So I'm I, it's not even a thing. You know what I mean? I've ridden in, in group packs with motorcycles so much and I totally get how to like what the proper riding etiquette is, but I yeah. almost never ride gravel with anyone. And so this is that's why I'm asking you all these newbie questions because I legit. Oh, don't boy. Know. Well, <laughs> I would just say like hang out at the back and just watch up front um, okay. because you don't want to half wheel other people. That's like riding like this really closely like this. Yeah. Like, 
other bike, your bike, half wheeling, you don't, cause yeah, if, yeah. If you touch, you don't. So it's, yeah. you know, just like motorcycling, you want to keep a, a, yeah. a good distance, drafting distance, but not cross your wheels. That's the only thing that I would like really uh, worry yeah. about and people get okay. sticky about. Um, well, that's common that's sense though. You don't No, a hundred percent you crash or you make somebody else crash or both. Yeah. Um, but okay. Yeah. Okay. So just being like situationally aware of your bike and body. That was, that's thing. probably the biggest thing. Cause people mm -hmm. don't know and, and, uh, um, can get themselves in trouble. Um, what else? Now, is most of it gravel? Like, or is, is some sections of it cyclocross and off-road or? No, it's not off-road. It's all hard okay. pack gravel. As far as it's I, all I hard know, pack. I don't, I've oh never been God. on it. I have no idea. Okay. I'm just, I just like, I've got a different bike I'm riding this time. So we'll see. Same. It's a it's faster first, yeah. specialized cross bike. So yeah. it'll be faster rolling on this type of road. Are you comfortable on it? Yeah, I went out for, I went out on last Saturday on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it's my girlfriend's. Okay. It's not mine. So I have to uh, bring it back Saturday afternoon. I'm like, I hope you don't think it's dirty. <laughs> She's like, no, just, I just want my bike. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. So. Um, okay. And last question, as I feel like I shouldn't be interviewing you, but I almost. <laughs> but Maybe I should have you interview me. <laughs> what? Um, so my, my tire pressures go up to 85. What should I set them if I'm going to be on gravel all day in Ooh. near zero? That's weather, a right? big question. You don't mm. want any flats. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not like a big pro about this. Like I know people talk about tire pressure. So if you have 80, I mean, it's fast rolling 60. I mean, you can always ask. That's what I'll do. Scooch around, okay. see what everybody else is. What kind of, what, what kind of pressure are you running today? <laughs> Yeah, and then like average out the answers because you're gonna get a bunch of skewed answers. I think. But you know, like it's it's like it's it's not gonna be potholes from what I I hear. Yeah. It's pretty, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> that. So probably maybe I would I don't know. I'm just guessing. Probably on the higher side, so it rolls fast. It's harder packed gravel. Think, so yeah, I'm thinking 70, 70 will be yeah. a good. Like, All right. I was, well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know we're going to see each other this weekend, but for everybody else, um, where can they find you and, um, and like, you know, maybe making a, a booking to come and see your shop or do you just walk in or do you need, uh, for, um, a tune up? Where can yeah, people find so, you? Great question. Uh, we are by appointment only because we're just still at that stage so we'll give right. you the you know, utmost time and attention uh while you're here but please contact us whichever way uh you'd like uh our website www.houseofbikes.ca uh we're on instagram uh house of bikes canada uh facebook as well house of bikes youtube house of bikes so it's just you know house of bikes awesome. and you'll you'll find us uh send us a message make an appointment and we can see what we have in stock for uh, for you Oh, that's awesome. All right, listeners. So if you're local and you're listening to this, it's time to go out to VARS and check out 
Alex at House of Bikes. Don't forget to follow them everywhere and follow the podcast <laughs> at Secrets from the Saddle podcast and myself and have yourself an amazing day. And we're going to take this conversation offline. <laughs> Cause I always like, okay, uh, we don't want to hear about tire pressure right now. Um, it's and you guys have yourself point. an amazing day. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks for having me, Sylvie. All the best. See you Saturday. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day, make sure you ride your bike, and don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.